Welcome in to Lockdown Blackhawks for Tuesday, April 28th, 2020. It's Jay Zawoski with you here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Lockdown Blackhawks is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Today was supposed to be Talk Back Tuesday, but at about 4.15 on Monday afternoon, the Blackhawks dropped a bomb. John McDonough, the team's CEO and president, was fired. A statement from Rocky Wirtz was released. I'm not going to read you the whole thing because it's been out there for a while now, but two statements stand out to me. One, this is a quote. As difficult as this is, we believe it was the right decision for the future of the organization and its fans. That's Rocky Wirtz. Later, he says, while we can reassure our fans that there will be hockey again, no one knows what that will look like. What we do know is that it will take a new mindset to successfully transition the organization to win both on and off the ice. I know you're going to have some comments about this. I know you're going to have some thoughts. So when we do our talkback segment later in the week, hit me up, 708 653-0572 is the voicemail number. Email is lockedonblackhawks at gmail.com. The Twitter account is at LO underscore Blackhawks. My personal account at jayzawoski670. And, of course, the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast at MadhousePod. I dropped a new episode of that Monday night. There will be another one of those coming this afternoon. So three podcasts from me in 24 hours on this topic. So, Hopefully, I'm not repeating myself too much, but boy, there is a lot to get to. And as I've been thinking about this situation all day and asking myself, first of all, what the hell happened? And second of all, what comes next? I still, I'm recording this five hours after the fact. I still don't have much clarity on what happened. Most of you know, listening to this podcast, that my my day job, my career, is I'm an executive producer at 670 this quarter. And when this news broke, I sent a letter to the Blackhawks saying, look, I know it's a hard time, but we'd love to hear from Rocky Wirtz. The Blackhawks directed me to Rocky Wirtz's uh, right-hand man. He said Rocky will not be speaking for a while. There's no press conference planned. It's getting stranger. And keep in mind... That just about a month ago is when Rocky Words told Scott Powers and Mark Lazarus at The Athletic that no changes would be made. He said the he trusts the staff to figure it out. He said that to the Blackhawks Talk podcast as well. Something happened over the course of the last month. And I don't know if it was something specific. Was there a flashpoint? That changed the relationship between Rocky Wirtz and John McDonough. I don't want to speculate, but when any time someone is fired in this day and age, suddenly you sort of have to ask the question, was there some sort of accusation? Was there some sort of misconduct? I've not heard that, but you're trying to find out and connect the dots what happened in the last month. I saw George Offman from WBBM report that the two had disagreed on if hockey should come back or not. But that's not a fireable offense because neither of those guys have say on whether or not 
hockey comes back or not. John Greenberg from The Athletic says he heard that John McDonough and Danny Wirtz, who has been named as McDonough's interim replacement, this is Rocky Wirtz's son, had a contentious relationship, and some people think that's what's led to the Hawks firing McDonough. That's in John Greenberg's column. There is so much to unpack here. And and the question is, is this a one-off thing? Is it just McDonough? Or does this now mean that Stan Bowman's gone, that Jeremy Cowton's gone, that there's a restructuring of the organization? These are the things we don't know. And the fact that Rocky Wirtz is not talking is very strange to me. You hire John McDonough to come into this organization and turn it around. And look, I I can hear you rolling your eyes in your car or wherever you are listening to this podcast. And wherever you are, thank you. Yes, John McDonough came in and did some obvious stuff. Put games on TV, rehired Pat Foley, etc., etc. But there was a lot more to it than just that. This whole organization had to be built from the ground up. John McDonough did that. So you lay this guy off after 13 years and three Stanley Cups. Layoff is not the right word. He was fired. You fire him after 13 years and three Stanley Cups. And there's no press conference. I I don't understand. I Something's missing for me here. But if John Greenberg's report is true and I have no reason to question it because John's plugged in. If that's the case, if it's an issue between Danny Wirtz and John McDonough, and that's why they let John go, that doesn't indicate to me anything else is going to happen. So it's going to be really, really interesting next couple of days, next couple of weeks. And the longer Rocky Wirtz goes without speaking, the more time we have to speculate about what really happened. If you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I love food. That's why I love using Postmates, but I I kind of love them even more right now because I can get food delivered without leaving the house or even opening the door. Given what's going on in the world, they created non-contact deliveries. So now when I order from local restaurants, everything gets left right outside my door. They also have Postmates pickup which I've been using to order takeout from my favorite local restaurants. Listen up. You guys need to be supporting your neighborhood spots right now. I've only been ordering local because it's a great way to support my community. And Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier by picking up everything I need from Walgreens or 7-Eleven and dropping it off outside my door. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get everything you want delivered within the hour for a limited time. Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code Locked On. That's code Locked On for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. It's Lockdown Blackhawks, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Jay Zawoski here. Thank you so much for tuning in to this uh, suddenly newsy Blackhawks Day, Blackhawks Week. Last segment, I mentioned John Greenberg's piece for The Athletic, alluding to some sort of 
uh, tension between John McDonough and Danny Wirtz. Here is the portion of the story that mentions that. This is from John Greenberg again on The Athletic. Based on conversations I've had, this is likely the result of a power struggle between McDonough and Danny Wirtz, the 43-year-old son of Chairman Rocky Wirtz, who is now the interim president. Danny Wirtz, officially the team's alternate governor and vice president, has taken a more active role with the franchise in recent years since the family's liquor business merged with the Charmer Sunbelt in the fall of 2015. The younger Wirtz isn't especially popular himself around some circles of the organization. He and McDonough have sparred about the business side of the team, two sources told me, and their dislike of each other was an open secret. While people kiss up to McDonough, he is well known for not doing that to others, at least not in private. One view of this rivalry is that while McDonough can be a jerk, at least he's earned that right by being good at his job for decades. Another view of McDonough is that he's a poor leader who intimidates people under him, creating a toxic work environment. McDonough's lengthy executive profile was taken off the team's website almost immediately, and he was removed from the front office directory just like that. So, that is very specific. And that tells me, and look, I was on the air with Joe Ostrowski earlier Monday night. I did a Madhouse podcast earlier Monday afternoon, but this report changes some stuff for me. This doesn't indicate necessarily any sort of long-term or widespread organizational changes. This is a power struggle between Rocky Wirtz's son and John McDonough, and who's Rocky going to choose but his son? And I know a lot of us have our hopes up based on this news that John McDonough is fired. Rocky Wirtz has seen enough. He needs a change, blah, blah, blah. Well, remember, a month ago, we gave a vote of confidence to everybody. And this McDonough thing, all of a sudden, out of the blue, like I said before, something must have happened. And I wonder if there was a specific incident between McDonough and Danny Wirtz that caused this to happen. And the fact that Rocky isn't talking? Suspicious. It's weird. And full disclosure, I got the Greenberg story as I started recording this podcast. It literally came across my timeline as I was recording this. So I'm reacting to this in real time. So I don't know now. An hour ago, I would have said, yeah, wholesale changes are possible. But if John Greenberg's right, and I have no reason to doubt his sources on this, this could be a one-off thing. And it might not mean the end of Sam Bowman and Jeremy Cowton. And I know that would be hugely disappointing for a lot of Hawks fans. And I'll be honest, I was very excited at the prospect of a new set of eyes on the organization, a new mindset, new leadership, etc. All the possibilities you see flying through your head when these things happen. Now I'm not as sure it's going to happen. I'm not sure about it at all, actually. So that's a little bit... Boy, this report adds a lot. <sighs> this is a lot to think about, a lot to take in. 
And who knows? Maybe if, if Danny Wirtz maintains this job, maybe Danny Wirtz says, guess what? It's time for a new GM, and it's time for a new coach. But to me, right now, and by the time this podcast posts, tomorrow morning, Tuesday morning at 5 a.m., I'm recording this on Monday night, every morning at 5 a.m., the podcast posts, the story could be different by then, or there could be a new bit of information, but I've got to go with what I have right now, and what I have right now is telling me if I'm betting that this is a one-off, McDonough is out, they're going to bring in a new president, and that might be it. That might be it. I don't know. Very frustrating, very difficult situation to read. But next segment, I want to take a look at the three scenarios before I got this Greenberg news that I thought could play out as the days and weeks go on. It's Lockdown Blackhawks, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We are reacting to John McDonough's sudden firing at the hands of Rocky Wirtz. Oof, what a story. Something I did not expect to be talking about today on Lockdown Blackhawks, but thank you for the news, Blackhawks. Greatly appreciate it. Thanks for keeping the news cycle going for me for a little while. All right, so if indeed whoever takes over for John McDonough uh, wants to make wholesale changes to the organization, I could see a couple, I could see it playing out a couple ways. Okay. One thing I'll tell you for sure, and this could be part of the rift between Rocky and John. It doesn't necessarily have to be one thing. I wouldn't imagine they would fire him after all the success he's had after one thing or one incident or a disagreement with one person. It's well known that John McDonough wants no part of a rebuild. He doesn't want to say the word. He doesn't want to actually do it. And for him, that's a non-starter because you can't sell a rebuild, right? And that's his job, keeping that sellout streak going, selling season tickets, blah, blah, blah. That falls on him. If those things slip off, he takes the blame, okay? Well, he's gone now, so not anymore, but you know what I'm saying. So if this new president, whoever it may be, be it Danny Wirtz or another executive brought in from elsewhere or someone else in the organization who could be promoted, if they want to make a change in the hockey operations department, I could see Stan Bowman, we've talked about this before, by the way, elevating, air quotes, to a overseer position, okay, kind of like Theo Epstein is with the Cubs right now, and then there'd be a GM hired under Bowman to handle the day-to-day, the transactions, those sort of things. So Bowman becomes like the president of hockey operations, and there's a functioning GM below him, okay? There's also the everything gets blown up strategy where Cowton and Bowman are both fired and a whole new crew is brought in. That's another scenario. And then there's the one where you say, and this becomes kind of the spin. These stories sort of planted through the media. However, now that John McDonough is gone, Stan Bowman can do the job he's always wanted to do without interference, without having to answer to John McDonough or satisfy John McDonough's wishes. And then Bowman's 
air quotes, fully in charge. Now, I've discussed this a lot. I don't think, based on conversations I've had with people who know, people that work in the organization, in the hockey operations department or the whatever, the hockey part of the team, that McDonough medals, but he doesn't truly get involved with transactions or trades. He'll suggest, he'll steer, but he's not like a guy who's going to rule out, like who's going to tell Stan Bowman, you can't do that. Short of, I'm training Patrick Kane, I'm training Jonathan Taves, franchise-altering decisions, okay? So I don't buy that, and I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think the most likely scenario, based on the information we have now, is that they bring in or elevate a new president and CEO to replace John McDonough directly, and things just sort of carry on as they have. And to be honest with you, that's the last thing I want to happen. It's the last, like, really. I would take the elevate Bowman, hire a GM under him thing. I would take a total house cleaning. I've said a lot on this podcast. I've said it a lot on the Madhouse podcast. I want a cold-hearted bastard to come into this organization, take a look around, decide what needs to stay and what needs to go from the top to the bottom, from Patrick Kane to the lowest scout you have. Every piece of the organization I want evaluated. And I keep using the name Theo Epstein, but that's what he did. Theo Epstein was hired by the Cubs because he was a brilliant baseball mind, of course. But guess what? Theo Epstein kept what the Cubs had good. The rest he got rid of, and he brought in the best and brightest. Remember, Jed Hoyer and Jason McLeod were candidates for the job Theo got. They got all three of those guys to be part of the organization. And they won a World Series because of it. And now their state-of-the-art and their technology and their scouting, they've expanded the scouting staff tenfold in the Cubs from what it was before Theo took over. And truth be told, John McDonough was part of a huge organizational change with the Blackhawks. He came in, read Scott Powers' thing from yesterday. There was no HR department. There was no receptionist answering phones. It was a bare-bones operation. I know season ticket holders back in the day before McDonough and Rocky took over would call to buy tickets and the phone would just ring and ring and ring. No answering service, no operator to pick it up, no voicemail. The phone would just ring and ring and ring in the ticket office. McDonough came in and changed that. And it wasn't hard to do, but he did it. So he deserves a little bit of credit for that. But I want a new Hockey czar brought in to evaluate everybody and start lopping off heads of people that aren't helpful or aren't advancing the organization. And and that includes players, like I said. I, I wanted someone who's going to look at this roster and say, man, Andrew Shaw, he doesn't really have much left. But remember that? Remember the shin pads thing? Remember the Stanley Cups? Man, that was awesome. I love Andrew Shaw. What a guy. He's been so great to have around the office. He's so funny. No, I want to get a look at Andrew Shaw and say, this guy can't play hockey anymore at the rate we're paying him. Therefore, we're trading him. 
top to bottom. I don't want any affinity for these guys. I know it sounds bad. I know it sounds cruel and heartless, and it is. But that's how it has to operate. If the Hawks are going to pull themselves out of this and get to that next quote-unquote window of success, that's what it's going to take. You can't have the same old, same old looking at this team day after day, week after week, month after month with warmth and affection in their heart for what was accomplished here now five years ago. One goal. Your one goal is to win the Stanley Cup, right? You've said it over and over again. That was John McDonough's big slogan. One goal. One goal. If that is true, if your one goal is to win a Stanley Cup, you've done nothing in the last years to do anything to get you to that point. Any Anywhere closer. Right? Yeah, you've brought in some good young players. You got lucky and got the number three overall pick in the draft last summer. Right? Some of those things have worked out well for you. You've gotten some luck. Go your way. You've had some good international signings and trades like Kubalik. Some of those things have worked out. Doc has been good. Boguis has been good. You've had some good draft picks. And you're still stuck in the same place you were with Joel Quenville and before. Right? There's been no improvement. If anything, there's been a step back. And yeah, they had some injuries this past season. And there's some validity to that. If DeHaan's healthy and Shaw's healthy and they've got most of their guys available for the whole year, maybe they're a playoff team. But the bottom line is they're not. And the guys you brought in to get you to a playoff spot didn't work out for whatever reason. And that falls on Bowman. So hopefully, whoever this new president of hockey operations is or whoever the new president and CEO is, is willing to take a look at the hockey operations side, at the scouting side, at the player side, and make some hard and potentially unpopular decisions. Because that's what it's going to take to get this team back to where it needs to be. I hate to say this. I hate to do it. And I don't think it's going to get this bad. But look at the Red Wings. Look what happens when you hold on to guys too long. Just to stay competitive or just to keep earning playoff spots without much you know, foresight into actually being a contender for the Cup. Look what happens. And look, I think there's a way you can keep Taves, Kane, and Keith and ease that new generation of Doc and Strom and DeBrinkit and all those guys and Boquist and Mitchell, et cetera, et cetera, into their primes with some grace and with some help. I think Keith, Taves, and Kane, those three specifically, still have good hockey left in them. So I'm not saying burn it all down and sell everybody. I'm not necessarily opposed to it. If you're going to get a generational talent return for one of those guys or the number one overall pick for one of those guys, probably that would be Patrick Kane, if anybody. But I think my point is everything should be on the table. Nothing should be dismissed. And I'm fearful that this move was more of an internal power struggle than it was a true hockey direction 
based firing. And what gave me hope about that earlier was those Rocky words quotes that I read you. Right? That we need a new mindset to successfully transition the organization to win both on and off the ice. That's not... That that sounds like hockey to me. That doesn't sound like bitterness between two front office people. So we'll see. We'll see what the next few weeks bring. Rocky Wirtz isn't scheduled to talk anytime soon. I don't know if that will change. I don't know if he'll sleep on it and see that the reaction is sort of people want to hear from him and maybe he changes his mind. But as of 10 p.m. on Monday night, as I'm recording this, there's no Rocky Words press conference or conference call or Zoom or anything scheduled at the time being, and his representatives say nothing anytime soon. So we'll see. This Blackhawks offseason just got a hell of a lot more interesting. Thank you so much for tuning in to Lockdown Blackhawks. My name is Jay Zawoski. We will have Talk Back Tuesday probably on Thursday. That will be the next episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, unless something crazy happens uh, today. I'll have one for you on Wednesday, but... Uh, unless something wild happens, I'll be back on Thursday. So if you want to get a question, if you forgot, you can still do that. 708-653-0572 is the voicemail. Email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. The Twitter at LO underscore Blackhawks. Now that you've listened to this Lockdown podcast, ask your smart speaker to listen to the latest episode of Lockdown NHL. Have a great Tuesday. We'll talk to you on Thursday here on Lockdown Blackhawks, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.